12 years. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingBoys.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem road, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. <laughs> you already know what it is. It's the Queen, Mikey K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Don't nuts. Don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Vessex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman. Plain Blue, Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without y'all, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Bad girl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vegas, Palm Beach, Florida. Tree the incredible. Straight out the ATL. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating, it's just the truth. Show kid, Malvern, the New York suckers. Coach Midday from London, UK. Checking in from Tennessee, it's Lethal James, P-A-Y-N-E. It's Lethal. Line 6 Reed, just spreading that boots gospel. Both from Belmont, only in America. Well, I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Bourne, Grand Heights, Brooklyn. You heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. JT. New Orleans, Louisiana. Stuff like that. Yo, TVV, this coach J-Mac. New Orleans, Louisiana, 504, baby. Ah. What have you? Say, why? Hey. California. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for some. This is the number one pound for pound and two division champion. Marvin, the tank Furman from Dallas, Texas. Mr. King, baby, baby. LB Southern from DC to Stunt City, Bomb Squad. Brandon Maurice, aka the AJ Trucker, straight out of Cincinnati, baby. Madback 100, US Virgin Islands. Chick Chickarelli, Hollywood, California. Louis Reyes, Boston, Mass. Yo, drop that SDS shit, This son. message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. The voice of the people, there is no equal. You can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. TheBoxingBoys.com. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Share this and every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TDD for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, What's up, what's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside the one, the only, ring walk, Danny. And we're here to discuss the return of Vasil Lomachenko. His fight is official with Jermaine Ortiz, and the undercard was announced. Danny, good morning. What's up? The roof. On fire? It don't seem that way. I guess we don't need no water. Why wouldn't you need any water? Because it ain't on fire. It's part of the song, bro. Uh, Yeah, what's up? The roof. 
Okay. How you feeling? Um, dandy. Dandy. Okay. Dandy. That's a, that's an intriguing word. But yeah, champ. Obviously, we was uh privy to the news. Um, shit. I feel like a fucking month ago. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, before the rest of the world knew. That's for sure. Uh, Jermaine Ortiz, Vasil Lomachenko was supposed to be originally October 22nd here in Las Vegas. Got bumped a week, bumped the coast. And they going all the way to the east, bro. Yeah, probably better location. I mean, because of Loma? Absolutely. I mean. So, again, once again, they say that Loma's, they show us Loma's not a star while telling us he's a star. Why is he getting home court advantage? Because that's what New York is. You know, his demo is over there. I mean, the same could be said about Jermaine Ortiz. There's way more Puerto Ricans and Dominicans in fucking New York. Than well, that. he's not from New York. He's not from any of the boroughs, so nah. I don't even know why would we say that. But I get it. He can tap into those people, possibly. Unfortunately, this isn't a sport like, I don't know, basketball or football where, you know, everyone wears the same jersey, so everyone is associated. Jermaine's associated with no one but himself. And he just got put on the scene, so I don't know that the Dominicans and Puerto Ricans in the Heights and in the, in the Lower East Side or in, 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 in Harlem is going to even know who the fuck he is. He's from Massachusetts. That shit is like six hours away from the boroughs. But nonetheless... You been to a Loma fight in New York? Uh, I think, yeah. I've been to one of them little Hulu fights. Okay. He be in a, in a small room and shit, chilling. So I would assume like a big Ukrainian population, obviously in New York. Um. I mean, you know, New York is very uh, diverse. You know, they cater to the Ireland people, right? Like we'll have a John Duddy and a Jesse Brinkley. No, wrong person. Quigley and whoever else. Conlin come to New York and do their thing. Then we'll have an Edgar Berlanga. And a Xander Yaya's come to New York and do their thing. Then we'll have a Loma because we're very diverse in New York. You know, um, it's it's an immigrant city without a doubt because you got your Puerto Ricans, you got your Dominicans, you got your uh, Middle Easterns, you have your uh, West Indians, you know, you got your fucking Jamaicans. It's like New York is the shit. So the answer, except the for answer, the fact that the it's to the overpopulated question. and they build up. Yeah, That's I don't know if crazy. it's over. You get what I'm saying? I, what? Yeah, I definitely think it's uh, congested. Right? Have you seen the size of New York on the map? Yeah, but... Compared to other states. And then again, keep in mind, that's one of the few states that builds up. Okay. Not just fancy industrial buildings, but housing is up. Yeah, I'm, you know... In America, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, if you go to Mexico City that has three times the population okay. of, of New York City. Oh, I wasn't going. I didn't compare out there. Okay. I yeah, can't. but, you know, um, I don't even know where this was going, Chad. We were talking about the demographics of New York oh, and the yes, fact that they yes, switched it yes, from the West yes, Coast yes. to the East Coast. Yes. I mean, it makes, like, complete sense. Vegas didn't make sense for that fight. Uh, I guess I was being... Optimistic? No. Hopeful? Um... Selfish. Greedy. Okay. Selfish. Yeah. I'm out here in Vegas. It's like, all right, you know, why not? Let it be here. Let it be here. But it's not. You know, the, and that's why I was asking about the Ukrainian population out there. I've never, you know, covered a Loma fight in New York. But I yeah. saw Usyk in Chicago. And to my surprise, being from Chicago, 
I didn't know we had any fucking Ukrainians in. And there's a lot of Poland people over there uh, from Polish. But look, um, Vazdek was out there in New York before Loma. They got it. Like, they got Russians. They got Ukrainians. It's everything in New York, man. Well, you no, could I, tap into well, all those well, markets. No, I know. The, re- the main reason I was asking was because you said that you don't think, like, the Puerto Ricans and Dominicans will come out for Jermaine. For Jermaine. Because he ain't from New York. Because he ain't. Loma's like from a whole nother fucking part but of the Loma's world. But Loma's been on television. Loma's been plastered throughout fucking HBO and ESPN. So no way you think that Jermaine... I'm not no, saying top-ranker no, ESPN. No, no, He only had one fight on, on ESPN. No, I'm not saying from what has, from what he has done. I'm saying you don't think there's nothing from now until the point of the fight to get himself out there to the Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and I New mean, York. I mean, no. Okay. They announced the fight officially today, excuse me, yesterday, and what is that, 30-something days out? 45, over. I mean, because next month's October, and they fight in next month. So yeah, it's the like 29th. They're announcing it now. We're six and a half weeks out. I don't see, and that's poor promotion. Typical is eight weeks. You know, typical is eight weeks. That's poor promotion, but we'll see. Do they vamp it up? You know, Loma uh, is a big in-house name so for them. Let me let me ask you, do you think, uh, and I'm not saying, because I, I, I do agree with the eight-week promotion, but I'm thinking those is six and a half weeks poor promotion for a 3,000-person venue? Yeah, it's poor promotion oh, when wow. you tell us that Loma's a star. You tell us he's a star. I mean, yeah, they've been saying that. Though. Oh, okay. You know, he did seven thousand tickets in the in the Staples Center that holds twenty thousand against Anthony Crowla. And now you're saying and he's fighting call, in and, a three thousand seated arena. I mean, I think the Hulu's about three thousand. Maybe I thought it was four. Isn't the Hulu the old Madison Square Garden? Yeah, yeah it should be like four thousand four hundred max capacity. Okay. I remember Sergio farting there, but neither here nor there. He in a small room. Like, what star is in a small room? Like they need to just stop lying and I'm go be, off his fighting skills. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that uh, at the end of the day, it's like even if you fight in a big room, like how many tickets is it really? Well, I mean, you can do twenty if you Kodo. I mean, you could do twenty if you're anybody. Uh, Triple G and 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 and, and Lemieux did. Yeah, very 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 know, very very close to twenty. I know. I'm saying there's guys that sell it out, but I'm saying. You can get the big room and only do 6,000 tickets. And it's like, okay, you did the big room, but did you really? No, yeah, yeah, for sure. Who's doing that? Well, I'm just saying, Loma did seven in in LA against Crowler. That venue holds 20,000. You get what I'm saying? But they called it a sellout. But I think New York is more expensive, no? I don't know. They called it a sellout, though, because (gasps) it was only staged for seven. So it's like, is he really selling now? No. No, he's not. You know, so. But that's. You know, it, it it took a spiral. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I still don't think six weeks is bad, bro. Like to me, I asked, and again on record, well, I have not been to a Lomachenko fight in New York. Well, Danny, but I mean, I saw the Ukrainians come out in fucking Chicago. I can't imagine there being more of in Chicago than there would be in New York. And you know, I would just assume if they came champ, out for Usyk, I just think you're making it harder than it is. You tell me what's good. Then we'll find where to put that and label it as good or bad. Because, you know, you can't say six and a half weeks isn't bad, but then turn around and say that eight weeks is good. 
You know, like we need a. You got to tell me which is which. Like, is Look, eight weeks worth of promotion a good thing for a fight? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, because it because if six and a half isn't, then what is bad in your eyes? That's what I want to know. If six and a half isn't bad, what is bad? Six and a half weeks isn't. Um, and granted, official announcement. I know that we got the announcement like you know, a couple weeks ago. I'd say two, three weeks ago. It was put out there to the masses. Um, not officially, though, right? Yesterday was the official announcement, and I believe Thursday, Thursday's the 15th, Thursday tickets go on sale, Ticketmaster.com. Um, I just believe six nice and a half. Nice shirt. Oh, thank you, sir. I just believe. This is a good time to say Keyshawn had that shirt on yesterday, and it was a very, a very amazing moment for me, uh, you know, because in one part of the gym, Devin Haney's team had a boxing voice I like voice how he hat. asked me a question, then cut me off. It's your shirt. Your shirt sparked a memory, and it's also a plug. You know, you could tell them where to get that fancy shirt, but it's also, you know, something that was it was it was it was surreal, bro. Like in the gym, not only did we have our banner, but the A side team and Devin had our hat on, and then the new Olympian Keyshawn comes in wearing the shirt. I got at Ken right away. Like, yo, how you the only one ain't got no TBV gear in this that's motherfucker? Your fault, champ. No, it that's, is, but that's he'll get some today. You know? He'll get some today. He'll get some today. It, it was he dope. coming at nine fifteen today? Uh to work out, yes, he'll be here at eight AM for an interview. Yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah. We got so, Brian Mendoza at seven, correct. Yeah. Yo, Devin asked us what's our schedule yesterday. Wednesday completely open. And then I'm like, we got Brian Mendoza. He's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, he was top rank. He's like, I'm like, you don't know? He's like, I'm like, all right. I thought Mendoza was <laughs> fighting on PBC. Is he? Yeah. he. The oh, that's probably why he ain't know him. I said the wrong company. Yeah, he was like Showbox, stuff like that. Didn't Mendoza and Abrams fight? Oh, no, but but either, either way, sorry. Abrams was on a PBC card. Well, yeah. I mean, Mendoza's the one. I did get that information right. I told him Mendoza's the one that trains in, in Silas Gym, right? Correct. Yeah. We did. We talked to him one time at Sticky Paws. Yeah, yeah, no. I remember interviewing him. That was my him first sure. day here that uh, we got him scheduled. I remember inter interviewing him at the, in the building for sure. Mm -hmm. Then uh, big guest Thursday, Ness. I know somebody you've been wanting in studio. Oh, you locked that in? It's official tissue. Oh yeah, yeah. It's beneficial. We announcing that? Why not? Mm. Why, why, why wouldn't we let the people know that we're gonna have Edgar Berlanga, the chosen one, the chosen one in studio Thursday? He 12. coming through with Anuel. Yo, that'd be dope. Amazing. The windows be like poof, 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 poof. Yo, like, they be banging on them shit. Yo, like Ness would be standing on top of the table like ah. Uh, nah. <laughs> Bro, that's how you was at, at the concert. Fuck out of here. You're such a liar. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got video of him getting real excited, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I was I was groovy for sure, but so it was, was you. Groovy. So, so was you. So just for the record, 2019 was the last time he fought on ESPN. Who? And then uh, Mendoza. And then the last three, which was Lamana, Ramos, and Benjamin Whitaker were on like TGB or Tom Brown. Ramos who? Oh, hey, uh, who? The Ramos. Jesus. Okay. Nephew of 
uh, Abel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Young Bull. Young Bull. Young, big dog. Yeah, nah. Hey, yo, Edgar is big as hell, Bo. He a, he a beast? He a, he a monster like he say? No, like, obviously, you know, um, that's in the ring, but. Nah, I'm saying, like, he a big dude. Fuck yeah. Was he his ma- pops with him? Yeah. His pops swole, too? I know he. Uh, you know no, not Jim swole. It's, you know, it, his, his pops definitely Not a small youthful. guy. Okay. His pops youthful than a motherfucker, but listen. I got to get like a side by side because face to face, he made me feel like my 6'5 wasn't real. Right? Like, how did it look when me and him shook hands? Did you notice like where our heads was? No homo? Um, I mean, I Just really looked, Paul. but no, nah, yeah, he, I looked up to be about the same size, yeah, right? You didn't really look too much bigger. What is bigger he listed than, on box? You didn't right? look too much bigger than that good. I thought he, I I thought he was he, like 6'2. My man imagine, might be 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, I would bro. imagine he looked probably the same size as Milton. Do you look about that size? Holy shit. They got him listed at 6'1. That's bullshit. Mm. That's complete bullshit. Boxer Ecker have you listed at 6'7, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is crazy. Let me see if I could Google something to see. Uh, Google you know, something like what? I'm saying if they if there's any other websites with his height, maybe. Try, try Tapology. I remember the days where it's people funny. was uh, was embarrassed to be looking and getting a facts from Boxrec, and now like Tapology is what Boxrec used to be. Like you ain't supposed to be over there looking at that. You're supposed to be on Boxrec nowadays. No, we be on Boxrec, and I remember. When I started, you know, the idiots that were upset that they can see that TBV was going to destroy the, you know, boxing podcast game uh, would tell me that BoxRec was a handicap. And it's like, how could a tool be a handicap? But, but you used to be jumping on people's head for using box rec you know what i'm saying y'all going toe for toe i love box rec yeah but it took one specific co-host to open you up and like he was he was winning with you so you had to tap in once you tapped in you ain't never came back who matt what about matt matt used to stay box wrecking everything yeah but that and that, you like all oh, you using your we little would, box nah, rec. let me guess see, see truth is uh-oh the box rec dispute comes before Matt. That's what I'm saying. Like, a previous co-host would use that as a tool. No, what? As 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 a way to to discredit me because I was using box rec. But it's like, how 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 is Danny wrong for picking up an encyclopedia or a dictionary or a thesaurus? Right. Like. None of that makes sense. Only in boxing do you get, you know, shamed on for using a tool to make you better. And then think about it. Truth be told, if I'm a consumer of anything, Mm -hmm. like, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. Only people I ain't fact checking is damn near like ESPN. And that's on some non-boxing shit. Yeah, for sure. Like team sports shit. Bro, but other shit, it's like. You got to get your own facts. Right. So if I'm the consumer, I would want. You, you know, the, the the content creator to give me factual shit. So, mm-hmm. yes, tell me, yo,
Yo, according to BoxTrack.com, Edgar Berlanga is listed at six foot one. Because according to Tapology, Edgar Berlanga is also listed at six foot one. You there know what I'm go. saying? Mm. But it's and like soon, I don't want to tell the people. Yeah, Edgar six one because because it's like says especially who? when I met him in person and I know that you know for a fact I'm over six one for a fact. Even yeah. hunching over, I'm over six one. You know, did he have on some Balenciagas or something? But I don't even know what the hell he had he on. He had his, sneakers. Uh, they that? were not Balenciagas, though. I yeah, I don't, I don't remember what he had on the seat. But I think I've told you, bro. I got a picture with Wilder, mm-hmm. where he looked to be maybe eight that much taller than me, maybe two inches taller mm-hmm. than me. I know, but you've showed that, and none of us agree with you. I, I, I think I do remember saying. That. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look the way you <laughs> think on the pit, it looks. Like it looks. Yes. Does he does look six foot seven? No. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that. but it uh, doesn't, you know, it's not like that. But we get you. We get you. We okay. do. Okay. End of the day, Berlanga appears to be a larger guy than he yes. is shown to be on yes. line. Yes. Pause. Yes. And, and, Bo, I'm only saying that and stressing that because we seem to... We seem to, as a community, right, like as a boxing community, we seem to feel that maybe um, Edgar is in all that they said. So I was just trying to bring some truth at least to the size and the fact that they call him a monster. It shows, you know, it shows. And he wasn't boxing or nothing. He was just doing strip. Yeah, definitely the president as soon as we shook my hand. Um, but you know he was just working out, working out. Was that your first time meeting him? Like I in believe person? so. I believe so. Yeah. You interviewed him like on the show, or anything like um, that. Actually, I've, I've, it's not the first time. That's the first formal introduction. He and I were at a fight together in in Orlando. Okay. Um, and I did get an interview with him. He had that amazing chain, and like he wore all black. It was a small show in Orlando. Probably was a top rank show. I actually brought my girl to that. And Keem was there from the dream. Um, yeah, I know they were doing like a lot of shows in like the Kissing Me area, yes, right? Yes, yes, we went to that. And 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 he didn't. I'm telling you, cause you know what? Now that I'm, you got me talking about. I remember going to the barricade, cause he was inside the cage. Well, not inside. He was right outside, cause they had a large group. Like they wasn't playing. They went there deep. I think it was P.D. Pablo was actually fighting on that card. Okay. Uh, so they were stupid deep down there. And, um, yeah, so I went up to the barricade, and I didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like yesterday, man. But whatever. Enough time spent on that. Yeah, so Thursday? I did get contacted, though, by Ortiz's Peoples. Okay. We are more than welcome to come to Colas, Massachusetts, and watch them train. Um. He's going to be hitting me up to confirm what dates we could fly out. I ain't going to lie to you. That Not be, interested? No, no. Bro, I was going to say, bro, the first... Yeah, the first road trip me and you did was to Boston and shit. And I know he's not directly yeah, in Boston. Yeah, this can't be a road trip. We on a, When we did that trip, we was in Jersey. That's probably a 30-hour drive. 30? I don't At know, least. bro. That shit. I mean, yeah, 26 I, from Alabama. I, I don't think we'd be driving, right? No, I know, but 
You say road. Yeah, because you flight. use the word road trip. We, me and Bo, emphasizing that it wouldn't be. Oh no, no, no! I'm just saying, like the only time I've ever been to fucking Massachusetts was in that road trip. Yeah, it was on that road trip, and, and that uh, was like the first time you got proper high. Nah, nah, nah. But uh, that was the first time I did listen to Anuel and Osuna. But I was telling you, Bo, let me tell you. So we making the drive back from Boston to Jersey. To uh, see Demetrius Andre and uh, Eddie Hurd, Billy Joe. Billy right. Joe. So anyway, we making this drive back. At this point, I'm on like day two of my 30-day vacation from work, right? Mm. So they messaging me from the job. Long story short, I'm in big fucking trouble when I come back. <laughs> so it's like damn i got fucking four weeks of my vacation left like they didn't already put a sour tape man i ain't give a fuck i'm like cool i'm gonna get this weed out of my system in time me and Ness got so high on that drive back from boston it was amazing mm. it was amazing but yeah champ that's the, so outside of that how many times you've been up there like is there to mass yeah like was there boxes that brought you up to mass like not physically brought you but like you would go down to philly was there somebody that you'd go up to see in mass? I want to say I went to see uh, Big Bad Chad Dawson, but not in Massachusetts. I think it was Connecticut. Connecticut. Uh, Chad and uh, who else I went to see in Connecticut? It wasn't a trip I would do often, though. Connecticut was super whack. Yo, how is it that a Cold lot- as hell. Don't a lot mad of, horror stories too, right? Yeah, I mean, if you Google Connecticut, it's like a haunted house on every block. I mean, I don't, true story too, and I don't know that it's true, but obviously the people that live there, you know, documented it. So it's like, yeah, that's when they first started story. more so documenting stuff in America anyway on that side because that's what people was coming in at. That, that means ghosts. That anyway, means apparitions need the cold weather to exist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. I've uh, I used to have a camera inside of the crib, like at a old at an old house out here. It was part of like my cable bundle. You get a security camera or the telephone, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll take the security camera. Uh oh, bro. So night what mode. What you found? Yo, night mode. You get what I'm saying? If it's movement in wherever your camera's located, it starts recording. You get what I'm saying? So it started recording sent the notification to my phone my shit kept coming in bro it was orbits like orbital so you just see little little balls of light just shooting across the room and shit so hmm. it's not and i say that to say it's obviously a warm weather city here in las vegas so somebody was you know somebody was visiting me mm. it was I probably know. it was probably the devil coming to get my ex oh wow word but yeah no nah, i mean uh <laughs> connecticut <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like it got to be shit popping in Connecticut, bro, because you have so many people from New York that live in Connecticut. It's like they'll commute, right? I mean, that's, that because, that's because New York, like I told you earlier, is so overly populated that people are going to any suburban neighborhood and Connecticut is there. Just like T-Neck is right across the bridge is there. Hoboken is right across the bridge is there. So like, yeah, but like I'm talking about... Uh, and I'm saying that because obviously the cribs that people like, obviously 50 had his crib in Connecticut and yeah, shit. Yeah, you get a lot more space. I it's was going to say, yeah, you ain't getting that fucking land in Hoboken. No. Like, you getting no. some nice ass rich shit in Hoboken, but you ain't getting that land no, in Hoboken. No, no, no. So Connecticut is like if the country, you know, you want space, you're going to go to Connecticut, Long Island, things like that. 
Staten Island, even though Staten Island is pretty to me, I wouldn't live in none of them boroughs, bro. Yo, we gotta I know this is totally random, but I saw a picture that I wanted clarification on, so led me to other to find other things. We we gotta ask Edgar about his sparring with Daddy Yankee. Mm. Yeah, I seen that. They had did some rounds together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so definitely uh I without saying too much and we'll leave it at this, uh I had obviously we had that conversation yesterday and uh, when you left I had a great conversation with Edgar. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this interview and I know that he is as well, so it's gonna be a good one on Thursday. Yeah, I ain't on front, Bo. All I can think of is them thirty two lights above us shining off his diamonds, seeing how that's gonna look. Mm. Like on camera, if he wear it, cause oh, rice, yeah. cause rice, Salim chain wasn't nowhere near like a Edgar Belanga chain. That shit, I, I kept peeking around my mic, like damn, that shit bright. Vargas Junior was pretty icy when he showed, but up. he was at sticky pause. I'm talking about under the right, blue right, right. wire lights. It's like thirty. Y'all don't understand. It's so bright above us. The light, you know, there's a light that's called daylight, but. Those lights are so big that when you look up, it really looks like skylights in the in the ceiling because of the lights. It's so, crazy. So the ice just gonna twinkle and glisten. That's what I'm assuming. You know, I, I, I'm assuming we gonna have a so light show. It depends. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends. One, obviously, if he wears his jewelry. He going to the wind. Hold on. Two. Know people be trying to how like much show though? Up and like have workout clothes and stuff like that. Nah, you I'm saying. Put on, man. I'm saying how. Nah, now, these the dudes next question different. is. How much? Because these get, dudes wearing gallery socks ass, and shit. That that big ass uh, Edgar Berlanga piece. Mm-hmm. Then he got the chosen piece for his son. So it'll you know it'll be interesting. Last question before we get back on anyway. Do you think? Nah, never mind, man. It is what it is. We got Mad Bent One Hundred. Tap get their facts from Boxrec? Question mark. One week for Danny and Bo. Two no one week for Danny. And Bo, two weeks. Finesse. Okay, so he means one. <laughs> is this, what he, this is from yesterday, right? No, this is for today. He letting you know. He, he only going to abstain from sex for one week for right. you and Danny. This from yesterday. Two week, this I for today. It's from today. Look at the day, bro. It's from today. It says the 12th? It's from today. Jesus, so my they man. sent the same super oh chat two days. I, I'm asking, did they it's send the same super the same. chat? It's not the same. So it's not even the I same wasn't person. involved in yesterday's. I wasn't involved in yesterday. You want uh, me to find you yesterday's? No, I mean, I must have did the show by myself yesterday. Oh, my God. I'm saying, my man, what is he saying? Yo, he hates to like be wrong. He swears he's right. This is yesterday's super chat. I was just asking, no, was it the no, same no, person? No, 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 no. You're so aggressive. I'm telling you no. You're, you're like telling me what you think it is. Like, you don't know. So now I'm going to screen share to show that you're wrong, and we'll move on. Lord have mercy, this man. This is yesterday's. I am black money bag. This is yesterday's. Like Danny said, look at the date. The date says September 12th. That's all I was, he all says, I was asking. I, but I answered you and you forced, you forcefully said what no. What did the super chat say? You forcefully That's what we, kept telling me. It's, you forcefully told me the date. I'm answering you and you're like, nah, look at the date. I'm like, no, Take it's it not. Take it easy, bro. Nah, look Take at the it date. Easy. Take it's it like, easy. bro, chill. I'm, no, I'm telling you no. was it the same person? All right, well, it's, it is the same person. Uh, but yesterday say? says, I'll abstain one week for Danny, two weeks for Ness. I'm a bad man. Today's is totally different. He says, 
Tap get their box, their facts from BoxRec. One week for Danny and Bo, two weeks for Ness. Spin. Lord have mercy. I'm saying, so what does why that is mean? It, right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying Cause to Because I ain't going to lie. I don't want no man to be abstaining for me. Like, that sounds right. very Y'all didn't weird. watch. If you would have watched the link I sent you to do the show that we did yesterday right. so that you could have put some fucking two cents in. I saw the face off. I just you didn't, didn't see it. to it. Yeah. You ain't see it because you would have heard when I Chris literally Eubank told you said that, that yesterday. Chris Eubank said, I usually abstain four to eight weeks. He's like, Billy Joe gets four weeks. This guy... He gets two weeks. Mm. He's like, if y'all don't know, when you abstain from sex, you build testosterone and all this shit he start talking. So he's like, you know, for this guy, I'll just abstain one week. So now this is his new tagline. Mm. He's saying if he had to fight y'all, he's still banging some chick until two weeks out. Only one week out for Danny. No, he said one week out for you and Danny. Ooh. Two weeks for me because I'm a bigger threat. I mean, that's what he think. Well, that's what he said. That's what he said. I ain't Stop saying lie. what you thinking over there, buddy. That's what he said. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking to him, not oh. you. Well, let's spin for him. Look, you could give Ness as much time as you say. <laughs> just, just let today be the last time. You know, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, it's not weird. All fighters abstain from sex during camp. The only no, people no, that no, make it sure. weird are the homophobes. Everybody got to be a homophobe. I said something, Bo, like, at least say pause. Like, is no, you gay? No, no, no. You, is you gay? You said is no homo, and gay? I said don't say is that. Say Paul. Is you gay, though? You said no homo. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you gay, then you I guess no I got to pause. You ain't got to say no I'll homo. Pa I'll pause because you, you gay. But I'm saying you literally I, said no homo. Y'all think I'm being sexual. And nah, since y'all gay. said no homo. And I was like, bro, just say pause instead of no homo. Like, you ain't got to you know say that. But here goes your spin, Mad Ben. Mad Ben, don't super chat no more. You started... 30 minute argument <laughs> about bullshit crap. TBV keychain, put them in the runnings. So we got another one though, right, Bo? It's another $5, I do believe. Oh, God. Now oh you got God. the chat talking about Bo is you gay. There you go. Thanks for the keychain, Antonio <laughs> Subber. He must have received his. Shout out to you. I'm going to go ahead and spin for you as well because that was a $5 thank you. And we appreciate it. Uh-oh. Oh, look at that. The title bag. So, um, Mr. Stubber is in the title bag. And Mad Bent was in the keychain? The yes, last one was correct, Mad Bent, right? Correct, correct. Damn, Mad Bent, you in quite a few things. Um, I guess that abstaining, you know what I'm saying, get him good luck. Nah, he been winning. Like a, like a lot. <laughs> but, uh... He was in the kitchen, and, and Antonio was in the title bag. So, uh, you know the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. So, Danny, I think we got off track about visiting uh, Massachusetts. It's not really something I would be interested in, honestly. Even though I asked, I guess I just asked to kind of be like, see where they at. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be cold in October in Mass. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Right? Like coat weather, too. I've been gone from the East for so long, I don't even know when you need to coat no more. 
But I think for sure in October you need a coat. I don't know. I mean, I've I'm, I've never been a mess in October, so I can't say. You know what I'm saying? October in Chicago be hit or miss. You might need a jacket. You might be cool with a hoodie. You know. Uh, Let's see. In uh, October weather in Massachusetts. Quick Google search. Daily high temperatures. The guest is here. Oh, wow. So it'd be from 67 to 57, rarely falling below 47 or exceeding above 78. Daily low temperatures increased by 9 degrees Fahrenheit from 53 to 43, rarely falling below 34 or exceeding 61. Lord have mercy. That sounds cold. How do you sweat in that weather, bruv? I mean, it's humid out there, so during really? the summertime, obviously, oh, yeah, I obviously mean, in the wintertime it's cold, but... They definitely have humid summers and shit. Mm. Wow, we ain't got no poll, man. Let's get this poll for Jermaine. I mean, I think that's a waste of a poll, Danny. So maybe you need to be a bit more creative than me. I was just going to go with who wins and how, but Let's Jermaine, get a percentage or something. Let's put percentages on. I just feel Jermaine being such a unknown commodity, he ain't going to get no votes anyway. They don't know him. They're going to go with the name they know. They see Loma, they know Loma. So I think the poll question needs to be a better question or at least a different one let me check what the bookies got do we have you think we have a lot no, there's no over under just yet on that right i mean you would have to check bovada they might might not i don't know it's fucking quite quite the ways out so i wouldn't be surprised if they don't mm. you know uh, sucks tony sargado fight all the super chat says what's up tbv what up he said, oh, he actually said, what's the motherfucking deal? He said, man, if that ill will don't want to go, I say respin that motherfucker. Matter of fact, here's another 75. Make me the winner. That's, mm. That is true. That is true. It's not fair. I don't know what's up with ill will, but. We could do it again. We've lost so many days. Right. Um think it'd be really hard now super last minute no yeah but tony does make a point it's not fair jermaine opened up but we don't know what happened to ill will either you know yeah he ain't reached out called in nothing so. i don't want to move on and then it was like you know he had something you know uh personal Jem and or you know jermaine ortiz opened up at a plus 12 20. Mm. On FanDuel. Bet a hundred. Man, I wonder when FanDuel coming to Vegas. I used to love them out there in Jersey. And that was a, that was so short. Lived that little stint that they had. Because when they came out, I was about to leave and shit. I was moving out. Yeah, you know, they got like, you could bet at the stadiums and shit. No, now. I went to their sports book, bro. When I met, yo, one no. time on the dude that I told you, uh, Soul Size Fighter, uh, the Jamaican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Racked up like 2500 went over there. I was so excited. I'm like, fuck that. I wanted it in cash. And I went to pick it up. It was dope. And then then, then I seen um um a former spawn partner in there. No, I'm saying though, you know, now uh you're able to bet like if they'll have it at the stadium. Mm -hmm. So if you're at the fucking New York Giants game at MetLife and fucking what's that what city is that? Jersey? Nah, yeah, it's in Jersey, but it's in uh one of them cities. Uh what, the this giant stadium? Yeah, it's like um 
Meadowlands, Secaucus. Nah, it ain't Secaucus. Lyndhurst? Uh, nah. Uh, definitely in Lindhurst. Not Secaucus. Definitely not Secaucus. Not Meadowlands. You talking about the Giant Stadium? It's called the Meadowlands, but they 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 got uh, bro, I forget. But anyway, you know they have like betting stations there now, so you could literally be at the game and fucking go put your bets in and shit. Like yeah, they do I, at the horse tracks. No, a lot of arenas and well, shit that's, are doing that now. That's what FanDuel did. They bought out a part of the horse track in New Jersey at the Meadowlands in the Giant Stadium. And you go there. It's their sports book now. And you can pick up your money, make your bets, oh, watch so the games. Oh, so it's at the stadium. It's at the stadium, but it's at the stadium parking lot. Like, this is the stadium. Okay. In that so that's, same big-ass parking so lot, there's other would, buildings. That's where you talking about you would go. and say, Okay. That's where I went, yeah. Okay, okay. So we have Brian Mendoza. Let's bring him in. Take quick intermission, get him settled, be right back. Yes, sir. What's up, what's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are joined here by Brian Mendoza Lavala. What's going on, champ? Welcome back, and welcome to the new studio, man. What do you think? Oh, man, I was just uh, staring around, admiring it, man. The whole building, everything, man. I love how you guys always make it your own immediately. I know you guys just got here, but I love the spot already, man. Thank you, thank you. you guys moving up. Yeah, man, you got to come here and uh, try out the gym. We have a full strength and conditioning facility and boxing facility downstairs. Oh, I was already looking. I was getting ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so are you yes, still sir. with Ishmael Salas? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So how's things been going since the last time we met you over at Sticky Paws? Um, so the training's been going amazing. Uh, I finally fought. Uh, I fought March 26th. Benjamin um, Whitaker? Yes, sir. Uh, I got a good knockout on that fight. You know, made a, made a good statement that I'm, you know, I'm here to stay. I'm here to make some noise. And now I'm just looking for, for a big name. But since i've seen you the training's been going amazing but i'm just waiting on that fight man i'm just literally just waiting on the call i've been i only took two weeks off of that fight so i've been in camp camp since april i already mm. have like over 140 rounds of sparring um just everything man it's been insane the, the the training i'm getting with tony brady is has been i've just leveled up like you wouldn't believe and i'm just trying to show that i need that shot to show that how long have you been working with uh tony brady uh, i first worked with tony brady for the cornflake fight for the lamana fight mm -hmm. in 20 20, I believe 
late 2019. Um, I had that one, and that we got a we got a decent camping for that one, and then you know he wasn't uh, around too much because I was j basically just picking back piggybacking off Eddie Slandy Lada's camps. So we did those, and then uh, but now I went to Oakland to be uh to work with Mario Barrios for the Thurman fight. Okay. And then ever since then, it just kind of turned into one long camp. Like we don't really take time even if i chill a little on the boxing we still grind and leveling up uh making sure you know we, we built for 54 now for sure for sure mm -hmm. um, now we saw tony brady obviously worked with a lot of guys up there especially in the bay amir he worked with amir Khan for some years ward mm -hmm. if i'm not you know mistaken and just a lot of guys out of that uh virgil honda uh jim what would you say he's been able to add to your game since you started working with him and uh a lot <laughs> It's uh, uh, the biggest part I would say was mental, you know, like just staying locked in, even like through the workouts, you know, there's no time to think about anything else or whatever. Just stay locked in, stay focused on the task at hand. There's too tired to everything to think of anything else. And just my strength. I'm getting in there with guys two weight classes above me and uh, guys that with respectable names and uh, handling my own. So uh, everything just made a big difference, you know, um, even the, the work I'm getting with Lada, like, I'm definitely a lot more in there. Um, I've, I've finally really grown into 54 because I was in that weird spot where I was too big for 47, too small for 54 still. I wasn't really grown into it yet. But now I definitely feel like we're there. So just all around, man. Um, and now Brian has a gas tank. So now I'm, <laughs> I'm a real problem for anybody. So Laura's at Ishmael Salas too? Yeah. How long has he been here? Uh, like three fights now. But he doesn't go back to Miami or nothing? He lives oh, out yeah. there? No, he lives out there. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, just he, he's here for camp. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, so he's not here now? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm like, whoa, how'd he slip in the city? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without, without checking in for You it. know <laughs> what I'm saying? Nah. We got the dough. Anybody come through the city, we want to know. So, um, oh, obviously. Up. My, the homie Mario Barrios just came in last night. I don't know how long he's here, but mm. uh, there you go. Heads up. There One of the homies is here. <laughs> Bo, you heard that? I heard it. Right. I'm out to see. I wonder if his father still has the same number. I got to see. Uh, but obviously, you talked about, you know, settling in at 54 and getting work with Laura. Uh, there's another young man that you told us that you spar with, which is Yoel Vis Gomez. He's just been added to the triple header. Um, yeah. How's that been, you know, getting work with him? And what did you think of his last performance? The knockout stopped mm -hmm. and it was Jorge Cota. Most yeah. thought. He should get that knockout, especially when Lubin did what he did. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. We know Kota is upset-minded. He beat Lamana. Yeah. Um, no, of course. Uh, he's he's always on it. But Gomez, he's he's just real. He's still real emotional. You got to remember, he uh, he has all this experience and everything, but he just turned pro. Mm -hmm. So And he had those fights in Mexico where, you know, he's used to, like, running through people like that. So he had those adjustments. And I actually thought he made a big leap in that fight by staying as calm as he did. Um, I know it's like a lot of overhands and stuff, but, you know, he just, it's, those are decisions we make when we're in there. We think we have the shot, we're going to take it. Mm. Um, so I know that, you know, that stuff in the moment, but as he settles into the pro game, uh, I know he's he moved over to Joe Goosen. As he settles into being a pro, I, what? I, know, I know he's going <laughs> to. Yo, Elvis left solace. Uh, yeah, he's with Joe Goosen right That's now. That's it. Fuck that. We're talking <laughs> about it. We've been talking about this, like, secretly, off air for a while but like well, fighters have been expressing that Silas is too on top of y'all that he doesn't 
for one, let you bring people to the gym. For two, let those people record you at the gym. For three, allow the fighter himself to, to record or take pictures because of he's afraid that the tutelage, the knowledge, or the, the training camp secrets would get out. But he's not understanding fucking Jake Paul made $40 because he got a social media following. You can't just turn it off for eight weeks, turn it back on, and mm. now it's like, oh, I'm not fighting again, turn it off. Like, you can't do that. Like... But I don't know. You obviously don't have a problem. Uh, no, there's no problem. So um, what I can do is, because I don't want to step on anybody's toes, you know, disrespect either, like anybody that's has beef or anything like that. But I haven't had those issues. Um, I So you can invite me there. Because oh, I, I was invited by Joe Joyce. Yeah. And I'm recording and he's like, oh. They sent they sent the boys at me like, oh, you can't record it here. Did you talk to someone? I'm like, what? I'm here with Joe Joyce. And then yeah. Joe Joyce manager Shane is like, no, he's with me. He's like, no, 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 no. He can't record, but their official camera crew with the backpack, he can record. And I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? You feel me? Yeah. So they they strict. I remember uh, one time Bo was there. The, 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 his wife mm -hmm. went straight to him, you know, and to you, right? He did come to me. Yeah, yeah. it was the same day. Yeah, the yeah. same day we was there. I don't but know. So, so what, I mean, from your point of view, why is it that you think that guys who have been winning – are leaving Saudi. Yeah, because like, we got to let the audience know. Uh, Alberto Puello left, mm -hmm. and now he's a WBA champion. Mm -hmm. Hector Garcia left, and now he's a WBA mm -hmm. champion. Um, I'm missing one more. Well, you just said now your Elvis. Yeah. I can't believe he lost your Elvis. Carlos. No way. Adamus left too? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's crazy. So who's left? Joe Joyce, you... And um, who? Oh, oh, Gilberto. Gilberto, um, uh, Gabriel Maestre. He's there with us. Ugas is still there? You sure? Because Ugas I seen some shit Salas posted. <laughs> you know you seen that. Yeah. Salas kind of got mad at Ugas. Or something having to do with Ugas for sure after that Earl fight. Did y'all not see that? I'm, you don't remember we did the show? I, rem I remember. I just don't remember the context of it. Like I, It was I, yeah, weird was because he's doesn't really write English. It was some weird, I'm it's trying to write topic. English con uh, yeah. captions. Oh, wow. Well, but yeah. it was basically about money, you know? And, like, when you get on that level, how things Wait, change. Wait, so hold on. Adama's got the big fight coming up. Who he training with? Um, Bobby Santos, I bet you. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> That's crazy. And Bobby got a heavyweight now. Cuban heavyweight. That's uh, probably how it came. Yeah. I'm telling you, something is up over there. You can't be losing all them fighters. Everybody's mad for a reason, bro. Obviously, you not. Ugas, I don't know. I haven't um, I haven't heard anything, but I have no... Like, Ugas even stopped by the gym the other day. Like he's Okay, thank um, God. I know things are at least cool on the surface, but... Um, but I, know, like, I hope Robisi come back because Robisi been oh, doing... Oh, yeah, Robisi. How could I forget him? Robisi's in training deep in camp right now. What? He's uh, out here? Yeah. Bro, you got the fight coming up. You didn't when? see the, the Magdalena Bro, fight? Come on. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Weird. We talked about it. And yo, and yo, Devin actually thinks that Magdaleno is yeah. going to do better yo, than he... I don't We think got so. into it, Devin. I'm like, Chan, what? Like, he was like, yo, bet. He's like, what you want to bet? He's, I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, Magdaleno's going to get walked over, but... Right, right. I think that... Pro BC will get the win. And not just that, yeah. but I'm not going to lie. Just like you spoke on, uh, on Tony Brady, I'm big on Larry Wade. And yeah. it showed in that last fight, at least. You know, one yeah. uh, only one camp, I get it. But 
know, it's been a couple. They just they just building off it. Okay. Like, um, what was his the one where he fought uh, Orlando Canizales? I want to say his name is the Puerto Rican. Okay. Okay. I'm, yep. I'm forgetting his name right now. But when he fought him, they had a good capillary weight. And what I what a, a big thing I noticed about strength and conditioning is your first time, like you're testing it out and you're going to fight, uh, fight it. If you make it to a decision, that's almost better for you because then you're like, yo, I got this gas tank. Like it actually works. The strength and conditioning's working, all this and that. And then the next one, he went to London, got that knockout. Yep, yep, yep. And now he, he's just, uh, each okay. fight is getting worse. Yep, I remember now the Orlando Gonzalez Ruiz. Gonzalez, yes. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah, that, no, I'm talking about I think that right was uh, Fury Wilder undercard. Yeah. Yep, I was there. I, I, I remember that fight. Mm -hmm. But that was a decision that he dominated. Like, you know, oh, yeah. and probably I'm a 10 0, 9 right. 1 type of fight. And that's so. where he got the, ga the, the confidence in his gas tank. Mm. Now he knows, like, yo, this, this stuff works. And now he's pressing on the gas even more. That, why do you think you see him hitting so hard? Um, he, he's willing to let go of his power. He's he's learning to sit down on his shots, which was a big amateur to pro. Uh, Transition, yeah. yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Not everybody can get things. that exactly. Especially, especially, uh, I feel like uh, that Cuban style is it's even harder because mm -hmm. it's so much about just activity. Like get yourself, yeah. all right now, get get out, get out of danger. You, you know, so I'm actually watching that right now. That you bring that up with uh, Johannes Arhilagos, uh, the other Cuban. He came with Salas. And I'm I'm watching the transition again because mm -hmm. I saw Rebesi when he first came with Salas. It was the same thing. It's like you you see like like genius almost like the, just the stuff they do. I'll even be like, yo, you taught me this move. They're like, what are you talking about? I don't even remember doing that because it's so natural. They don't even realize what they're doing. But they I'm, the coach or they the, the fighter? fighter as a fighter. It's so natural. It's so like Rebesi. I've told him, yo, like you showed me this little faint step, blah blah blah. And he's like, I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> like, mm. I'm I'm peeping, you know. I'm taking notes and learning, yeah, but for sure. it's so natural. They just do this stuff, and now, but now they're learning how, like on when to do things. You know, with conviction, like to plant their feet, do this and that. And I'm watching Lagos now uh, land with his knuckles a little more. Uh, you might see him with a little more pop soon, and he's starting with Larry Wade too. But mm. it, it is crazy because that that amateur style, and you get three, four hundred fights. That's ingrained in your brain. It takes a little time to adjust, and that's. That's what we're seeing with Rovesi now. He's turning into a professional fighter, and things are changing. You guys see that in the ring. Oh, yeah. Yo, uh, good. take us out of, well, take us out of uh, doubt. If you remember, did Robesi turn pro with Salas? No. No. No, I no, told that you that. A, no, 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 that's no. That's Devin that didn't want to believe. <laughs> I, I told him. He's, I was in Robisi's first ever camp. He was in Keith Thurman's gym, Florida. but everybody thought he's training with Keith Thurman's trainer with Dan Birmingham. Mm -hmm. He was training with some other dude yeah. that knew Spanish, might be Cuban, Cuban-American, something. Mm -hmm. He's the one that kind of, you know, was part of the team that got him here, and, they, and he went down there. Yeah. He still lives out there, but the training wasn't right. You mm. know, and he came out here. I go. always thought he was going to go to Pedro Diaz, who's also Cuban and is down there, right, right there in Hialeas, mm. but he never did. Yeah. Um, it worked out over here, though. He's I don't looking know, 100%, good. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm under the impression, I'm pretty sure Ugas is the one that was calling Robesi, yes. talking to him and stuff. And so I'm like, yo, you got to come here. This is where it's at. This is mm -hmm. where you'll, you'll learn. Well, I mean, for sparring. It, it, it can get no better here. Everybody comes oh, here man. one day or another. So you're always going to get the best sparring here. And then just think about it. I mean, you were there the other day. Like, you got uh, Silas, who may bring some guys to top rank one mm -hmm. day, or you may have Bones. Yeah, those, those are beautiful days when top rank has Silas, Bones, 
Ken K. Porter. The, all these Coach, yeah, no, everybody. Coach K, yeah. all these different teams is like argh, nice little wars, beautiful. Man, it's been insane. I've got uh I've helped Troy through his last two fights. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask fight. you. Yeah, I saw I saw you and Troy getting yeah, he, he getting look, some work. He's very technical. He's very Yeah, man, I love that work. It's it's a lot of back and forth action. Like uh me and him are always even all excited because he has that same mentality, like we trying to get better. Yeah. We beating the hell out of each other, but we trying to get better, you know, like I'm, I tell him, like, hey, man, I caught you with the shot. Like, that was dumb. Why'd you do that? Next day, he'll come with some crazy counter. He's like, yo, like, I caught you with this. I landed this. And we literally growing each time out. So that's, um, that's been dope, man. I, I love uh, the work. And I got to be thankful to Coach K for setting that up. He's, he's been helpful a lot. So your situation promotionally is with the PBC? PBC. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's just a waiting game then. Uh, literally, man, it's just the waiting game, and, I, and I'm really trying to get whoever, man. I know Lubin needs a, a fight coming back. If you need a tune-up, I'm right here. Mm. Um, anybody, man. The rematch with Ramos, um, whoever. I just want a name. If you're ranked above me, it's fair game. You know, it's funny. I had got a tip that Lubin wanted someone. Let me look that up. But in the meantime, champ. Oh. Who else have you been getting working? I, I have it on good notice that Lubin's team contacted Jesus Ramos for the fight. I don't know why. Obviously, Jesus Ramos undefeated has a lot of momentum and big as fuck. Mm-hmm. But it, it's that. That's they just you hit it right on the head. It's um, that's what it is. You know they're gonna look at that. yeah. But off that was a tough loss off uh, to Sebastian Fondura. Like. Yeah. You know, do you want to jump right back in there with another? Because I seen Jesus work. Mm-hmm. That boy, uh, he sounds like he got a bala too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he letting off some balas. Yeah, Have he, you sparred him? Uh, I fought Ramos. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel that. so stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was the second nah, last cool. fight. No, that's how, why I was smiling. I was like, nah. I'm how was that? Just... Power. I didn't see that fight. I'm sorry. Um, the pow- For me, it was more the volume. Mm. It's the consistent volume and what about stuff. about the length? Um, I feel like dude, even though he gives away his height, he 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 gets so wide to yeah. reach you guys. And he does have like a cool. That's why they call him Mona, the Spanish for monkey. Yes, like he just had crazy arms. Yes, um, he does use them. Uh, and then so yeah, with with the length and the volume, I think it's more of that. And then sometimes just that accumulation. Damn, uh, so embarrassing! I didn't know you fought him. Fuck. Yeah, he could. When bro. was that? Watch watch September the next September of last year. Oh, oh, see it right there in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Oh, he went ten rounds. Yeah, um, no, yeah. I was his. never hurt or anything in that fight. It was just, um, uh, you know, he was just a better man that night. So that's why you know, uh, activity I, then. Yeah. Um, so what? What? Because right now we have gotten the privilege to see Devin Haney sparring with someone, and I know who he's sparring. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten the privilege to hear the trainer try mm-hmm. to adjust to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Devin is overwhelming him with massive jabs and right hands. Yeah. You're talking about uh, the activity of Ramos. What defensively do you have to do to create offense on someone that is so active? With that, it's establishing your own jab. Like you're talking about uh, if you give a boxer, you know, like Haney, if you give them a jab, they're going to jab you all night. We just watched 12 rounds of that for him to become undisputed. Mm -hmm. If you do not neutralize their best weapon, you're like, why are you even in there? You're just going to go get your check. Like. Um, that's your number one goal in there. Like, okay, what's their main weapon, second weapon, whatever. And I'm in there to neutralize that. I'm in there to pick that apart. And uh, I feel like that comes with experience. And then just being able to establish your own jab or your own main weapon over theirs. 
How much do you weigh right now? Like right now? Right now, right now uh, 170, 171. Ooh, that's too high. What, what would be the lowest you'd be willing to get just to work with a world champion? Like if a guy like Devin needed you, but you're too heavy, how low would you be able to get? Can you be 154 or is that too tough to hold to spar someone? To hold, I'll be completely drained. Uh. Um, yeah, yeah I, because I fight at fifty four. I know he fights at yeah, fifty four, but I, I overheard a conversation where they were bringing someone in, but he mm. was too heavy. I don't want to say the name because I don't yeah. know what I'm at liberty to say. So I know one seventy is too fucking heavy. You know what uh, I'm saying? And I, that work to me, work with an undisputed champ plus you being paid for it. That that's valuable. You yeah. Know? Um. Uh. I can say I'm I'm getting enough work to not need to do something like that. For sure. Um, not that I would ever turn down, you know, experience like that. But when I used to fight at 147, Shakur came in through and sparred me and Ugas. Oh, on, wow. on separate days. I remember him sparring Ugas. I didn't yeah. see him sparring you. I was How next, was that? I was like the next uh, day. It was really good, man. Uh, I give Shakur a lot of props. He's one of the smartest fighters. Uh, I have so his little, size being small, you didn't just like, man, fuck this little guy. I'm going to run um, him over. Uh, and like the first or second round, I popped him. I threw a little like too much on it, but but nah, bro, it was not, it was like no folding, whatever. I give Shakur a lot of props. He's one of the smartest. Wait, people wait, I wait. Bought. What does that mean? You threw a little too much on it, like for your size, you were for too... my size, yeah. So his uh, trainer said, "Oh, dial it back," or you yourself knew. Even me, bro, because I'm what am I, I'm gonna act cool for hitting a guy like what? How many weight so classes is that? Do you think three? I think. Do you think yeah, that you I'm let gonna... it go? Because of the intensity of his sparring, or it was nah. just some natural shit. No, just natural. Especially mm. uh, back then when we sparred, I was I, I couldn't stop throwing. Like I, all I knew was just try to crack people. Mm. Um, but no, it was really cool. Like I, I, I hit him with the with the stupid shot, and he's he's like, oh, good shot, this and that, and then uh, he's like, oh, you you won't land that again though. And then so I just started messing with him. I started throwing bah, bah, back to back to back. Um, but I do give him props because there's a lot of fighters, world champions, I won't mention that I'll catch with that shot. They, there's no adjustment. And he made the adjustment on the fly and the sparring, and I really like that, because like, like I just talked about with Troy, I, I like that challenge. Yeah. I, I like to be in there thinking, you know, if I'm just, if we're just fighting, basically, I, I'm not. How long ago was this? Oof, years ago, I was still at 47. Um, I'd say before COVID too, like 2018. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Cool, crazy. Damn, so before he became champion? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no. Nah, you I know mean, he was just light sparring Jared too, yeah. Jared Anderson. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that's it, it, it. Was no surprise to me. Like, um, but then see, like same thing. I'm saying, like, what's Jared gonna do? Throw like a crazy shot? At right, him? right. You know, um, they're working. Yeah, you work for like the boxing. Like, there's, mm -hmm. there's people that can't do that. They can't differentiate. Dial it back. Team. Yeah, mm -hmm. but nah, bro. I'm working with someone at that weight. I'm, I'm gonna work boxing stuff. I'm gonna work, you know, whatever. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, we definitely have a. Uh, a respect for Shakur over here, you know, yeah. we've been, I've been with him for numerous camps now and, you know, yeah. seeing the sparring and the work that they, so let me ask you this, that was at Salas, or was that yeah. at, at Yeah, it was at Salas. Okay, so let me ask you this, um, how many minutes did you guys spar? Uh, we didn't do those four minute rounds. <laughs> what? Uh, we did uh, eight what eight, i want to say eight three minutes eight three oh. minutes oh. <laughs> no nah, yeah i was just asking because I know i'm in camp with them i know they do four minutes on four yeah. minute round 30 second rest yeah um and maybe you know if we were at their gym but uh coach he was with the uh, coach k at the time 
coming through anyway. And uh, I, like Coach K is real respectful, you know. Like when they come to our gym, they're gonna do our time. Like right, right. when I go to theirs, uh, they like to do like thirty second breaks or maybe maybe four minute rounds every now and then. But um, when you're at that person's gym, you kind of follow what they're trying to do. Yeah, no, Unless absolutely. You're the one fighting, you getting work or whatever. But I, I was just curious because you know uh, sometimes they, you know, they'll be like. Granted, this was before he was world champ, but sometimes, right. you know, I've seen world champions come into gyms where it's like, all right, cool, you the champ, you want to do four minutes, we'll do four minutes, mm -hmm. or you want to do one minute in between rounds, or, you know, whatever it is, sometimes, I was just curious, Let uh, more so just because I wanted to see how it is that, you know, you dealt with the four minute. I want to know how it is in your gym, right? So, if you get there first... How does the music go? Man, all I need is a good beat. Like, But if you're there alone, it's just you, Silas, and his wife, Yeah. What what's the rules? Uh, I can put music. Yeah, it's real open to So whoever. then what if you're there, you're shadow boxing, in comes Joe Joyce. What's the rule now? But you, you're the one playing music when Joe Joyce walks in. If you're asking if I'm going to get punk, Joe Joyce ain't going to punk. No. <laughs> no, I ain't got nothing to do with punk. More, no, sen yeah, more I, seniority. I you, you. Maybe that gym runs under under uh, seniority or under ranking. Yeah, because that's how yeah. some gyms are. It's like, okay. The champ gets. The champ or the, the right. closest to the champ yeah. gets. Control. Yeah, I feel you. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, I guess it could be like that, but. Uh, the, the champ also gets his own time to train. We all, like, I, I go at my time, like, whatever. Um, say, like, I train, you know, like, at this time every day, and he trains way later. If he comes in at my time or whatever, I'm still, you know, we bumping the music. Mm. Um, I like his taste in music, though. He listens to a lot of rap. Like, I, every time Joyce? I walk in, he was like, yeah, Biggie, Tupac. Like that. <laughs> That's uh, dope. Yeah, so yeah, he has good taste in music, so I don't think we would have a problem. <laughs> Yo, uh, we've been fortunate to see Joyce Spar and obviously yes. Silas being in the corner. And I have to say, Salas has a very unique thing uh, with, like, shouting things out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does he have little secrets for you? Like, secret words where yeah. you hear him say something and you know what you have to do in the ring physically? Of course. Um, sometimes he'll just say a name, like a, a fighter's name or something, and I know what combo he's talking about from that fighter. Mm. Um, that's but dope. But that's also just time. You know, I, I've, I came here August 2018. So I'm oh gonna, wow! Yeah, so you know, just building that time with him, just that's, you're you're gonna come up with stuff. That's a nice amount of uh, time to be with him for sure. Yeah, man, super thankful. It's uh, it's the whole reason I came to Vegas, you know, to get this level of work, all the sparring I've been getting, just everything, and uh, the decisions finally, you know, it's really paying off. All the experiences coming out and everything, and I I, I, I really feel like I'm finally the fighter I've always pictured in my head. I came to Vegas, and now he can finally really come out. Cause I just, uh, I just felt like I was at a at a plateau for mm -hmm. years and years, but now it's, it's truly paid off, man. I, I'm not, I'm not a big talker. I just really can't wait to this next fight. I've been literally training since April, and you guys are gonna see something big. Training since April is five months. Mm -hmm. How much is too much? How much? When do you say I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back home and take two weeks off because you're overtraining? Yeah, um, I. I just don't. Or is there no back home? Are you living here now permanently? Uh, no, I, yeah, I moved here in, in August. Uh, yeah, me and my family actually you know, we just took up, uh, left. Oh, we were ready. August of 18? Yeah. Okay. Uh, ready to leave uh, New Mexico anyway. It was kind of, you know, it felt like we were we we're kind of done there anyway. Yeah. Uh, my parents would have ended up heading to Florida, uh, Cubans, but they, uh, they, I came here and they're like, no, nah, like, we'll go with you, you know, we'll support you and everything. Like, 
my my immediate family's real close. My immediate family. And no nah, man, it's it, everything's paid off. I, I, again, I guess this is just gonna be the episode <laughs> where I look like an idiot. You're Cuban. Yeah. But Cuban American. I don't blame you for that one because I uh, I was born in America. Cuban American. Yeah. Uh, but both my parents from Cuba. So I, do you speak Spanish? Completamente. What? <laughs> no, I, I, knew, I said it. I knew, bro. I knew you spoke Spanish. I just, I swear to God, I just assumed Mexican. Yeah, because I, I can't blame you for that. No one, the, the only person in my life that's ever guessed it first try, like within a couple minutes of meeting me, was a uh, uh, WBA, Gilberto uh, Mendoza. Okay. I met him, and he's like, "Oh, you Cuban?" I was, and I didn't even speak Spanish. It was just more like a hi, hello type of thing. Holy and he smokes! It, and he's really like from, it. where's he from? Argentina. Panama? Where, Panama, Panama, isn't it? No, wait. Ain't Paco from Panama? And uh, Gil, I don't know. The, I don't know. Gilberto might be from like Argentina or something, yeah. maybe. Let's see. Uh, Panama. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No. Yeah, Panama. No, Valenzuela. Uh, oh, Venezuela. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yo, and is from Venezuela. We yeah. should have known. <laughs> 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 you're funny. Yeah. Yo, I, you're I, I get Cuban. East, I get Middle Eastern, Mexican all the time. I get anything but that. No, I yeah. could definitely see Middle Eastern without a doubt, <laughs> especially with the beard right now. Bro, yeah. On your box rack, I can see. I can see Puerto Rican on box rack, man. I can see you being. Oh, with the braids. Yes. <laughs> I got to show them this. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, no, definitely. That's funny. I I just assumed Mexican, definitely. Uh, yeah. but regardless, uh, talk about some of the other work. I saw you in there with Fernando Vargas Jr. Mm -hmm. Who else have you been getting uh some working with as of late? Um, man, tons of people. You know, um, it's been nonstop world champions. Uh, it was tons of work with Lara, uh, Vargas, with Troy. I helped Troy through his last two camps, and um, I'm even spacing on some of the names. But everybody I've sparred has been a, a prospect champion legend something i gotta ask you since you've been working with lara what do you think about all these welterweights calling him out you yourself have been a welterweight you yourself spar him he's an alleged middleweight mm -hmm. does danny do well does thurman do better which one of those guys beats him or does laura stop them both um Man, I, I feel like the, the weight classes are going to matter there. I know uh, those dudes are strong, but I feel like Danny's been... Danny was almost too small for 47. You know, at 40 was when he was, you know, killing it, taking taking over everything. So, I don't know. 54, Danny, I, I really don't see that. Um, what did you think of his performance against Jose uh, Benavides? Junior. It was solid. Did exactly what he had to do. You know, uh, he stayed consistent. You know, he started having fun in there once he saw he was really dominating. Uh, and he was able to be himself, man. What, what can I say? Mm. Um, I got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. It says, can Charlo overcome the obstacles that Fundora would bring if they meet up at 154? Or does Charlo destroy him? Hashtag spider crap. Um, I, I still got Charlo in that one. I'm still, you know, Fundora, he's obviously a problem. But, uh, I, I, you know, when a guy like Charlo touches him, you know, I'll see if he's still able to hold up to it. Uh, you know, you saw Lubin was able to almost get that comeback in that fight. But I, I'm still I'm still leaning towards Charlo just because uh, a, a tall dude like that, tall, skinny dude like that, giving up his height against someone like Charlo, um, you have to be able to consistently take that heat. And that's when, what I'm kind of in doubt of still. For sure. Um, 
This is my question now to people. Uh, were you upset at all that they announced Carlos Ocampos versus Sebastian Fondura, being as though that's your division and Ocampos is, again, a welterweight, moving up. Boxing only remembers him for being knocked out to Earl. And somehow, time, right? yeah, and somehow he's moved up in weight and gained ranking to be a mandatory to Sebastian mm -hmm. Fundura. Um, nah, you know, I'm, like, get your bag, bro. You know, it's cool. Like, we, we kind of see what it is. You know, like you said, he's uh, 47 coming up. Uh, just known for the, the Spence fight. But, but no, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just still going to sit here patiently. Not so patiently, but... Uh, just waiting on my shot, you know, I'm not gonna hit on someone else, you know, because somehow, you know, uh, they got theirs I just want mine. I really just want mine. I'm focused on mine. Nobody else's and once I get that shot I'm gonna ride with it. So can you uh, to follow up? Can you Be Fundura, do you think? That's a stat like not right Obviously you every fighter want, thinks he can beat everybody, but there's also styles that you know mm -hmm. you do well against yeah, so is that a style you would do well against or you think you would or is that just a style you know but you know it, it's a difficult fight that would be a championship fight it's a it's a style i've i've, I've seen before oh really uh, back when Fundura? He, he's not he's not as tall but uh a tall southpaw i think he's six two uh he's actually in the ufc a friend of mine from albuquerque where i'm from uh i used to help him get ready for some of his fights in the ufc and we would do five like three to five five minute rounds and just tons of work and uh he's he's a mma fighter but he's known for his striking so he's a real, he's a good boxer and I, I got used to that tall awkward lefty stuff a long time ago so mm -hmm. i i got some bags in my uh, some tricks in my bag for that but funduras a very i mean i you know i don't want to overrate him and call him a phenomenal inside puncher but my man is nasty on the inside i i really especially with that height i don't know that we've seen something like that mm -hmm. um yeah no of course not especially not in the recent years or anything but but no i fully believe in my skills and my abilities and my training and everything and i i work too hard there's no way um i like i just i know i'll have the conditioning and everything to to keep up the style that i need for that fight because um like i know a problem for lubin is uh he kind of got stuck in in one spot a lot of times when they start trading, you know, uh, Fundora catches up with some shots. It got hard to move and do that stuff. But you got to just stick to your game plan, you know, no matter what. And I know that's easier said than done, but I truly believe in my abilities and I, that I could get that fight done. Has that ever been a fight that's come across your table? No, nothing. Um, that fight hasn't, but uh, I haven't turned it down to any of the fights, man. Like, you know, what, uh, what you get is what you see. So I'm, I'm waiting on that next offer, you know. Hopefully it's a big name like that and we're ready to go. Would you be open to a fight like that, or is Anybody. that a fight that you would prefer to be for a, a, a vacant title or a title shot? Like, well, I would prefer that with any of the guys because I'm trying to get a name. You know, I don't want I don't want to like come back on here and not, oh, you know, like uh, so and so whatever fight. Um, I'm just trying to stay busy and I want those names. So whichever name I would like it to be for an eliminator title, but but no, I'm open to any fight. Yeah. So I I just heard back that. Uh, uh, allegedly, uh, Ramos's camp said mm. no to the Lubin fight. To the Lubin fight. Hmm. So let's see if your name can be in the hat now, man. Yeah, you I'm know. When, how long has it been for Lubin? He's back in the gym too. Um, I've yeah. seen April. They fought. He fought April. So it's been yeah. a couple months. But I'm. A, I know personally that he's been in the gym for 
at least a month. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely, you know, in their training, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll man, whatever come. spot opens, man. I'm ready, ready for any and everything. Definitely before the end of the year, though, right? Oh no, of course, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely trying to get in. I, I've been uh, uh, hoping since like July, August, because I thought there would be more fights this summer. No wild undercard for you? Uh, not yet. I'm, I'll jump on it, but Damn. it hasn't been offered yet. Month That's got to be difficult, man. Who, oh, who's your contact? Uh, I'm with uh, Luis Tacuba, oh. uh, senior and junior with Aldo Mir, and just that whole team, you know. So uh, they're working on stuff, and I know the reason I'm not getting, you know, some random stay busy fights because we're looking for that big fight. Um, but, you know, of course, the, the activities. Uh, an issue too that we want to stay on top of because you know I do all this training not just to train like I'm trying to actually work so so now man it's just staying busy <laughs> above anything else so how often do you find yourself calling Louie or does he just check in because as a fighter I'm just I'm just being real it's like mm-hmm. I we fought in March it's it's now September six no, months later. No, I'm going month by month. It's yeah. now April twenty something. Mm-hmm. That's a month in. Are you picking up the phone or you like? Nah, it's only been a month. Um, Let me just fall back. Well, at that time, because um, immediately right right off the the fight, you know, I took those two weeks off and I came back and I was helping Lara for his camp, um, and I saw uh, Luis there. So um, you know, there's been communication and stuff, and then uh, Salas always checks in with them too. They're always you know tapped in you know for. Cause he has a bunch of his fighters, so so no, you know there's that communication, and I just know they're working on things. You know that's why I just gotta uh, stay in the gym, stay ready in case you know I get some kind of last minute call. We're ready to go, and that's it, man. It's uh, but not, it is frustrating, of course, cause uh, cause we train and train, and it's not like oh I'm staying busy, and if I get a fight, I'll step it up. Like I've been up, I've been leveling up and everything, but I'm kind of if anything, it's a blessing in disguise. Been taking that time to level up more than I would have been able to if I would have just fought right away. For sure. Yeah, man. Seems like it, it can get heavy on the conscience, man. No, you of know? course, because this is, we, like, eat, breathe, sleep, everything boxing. So, of course, but um, I'm still enjoying the process. I'm not someone that just wants that angle. Like, I am enjoying the process. I do enjoy training. I do enjoy pushing those limits, you know, embracing that chaos that just comes with all the training and stuff. So, so it's part of you got you got to love the whole game, man, not just the. the end I want to ask about the struggle a little bit more. Maybe you have been through it. Maybe you 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 are fortunate enough not to. But if so, uh, how do you handle it? Like I'm just imagining you right now. You're in a five months. You've been out the ring. Mm-hmm. That's five months. No pay. No check. Five months. You paying your mortgage. Your car note taking care of the kids so like do you ever get to the point where it's like i need a fight the mortgage is coming or have you learned how to manage it and remain calm because you know you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. like you've you've been able you know some people that go buy the chain or the car and now mortgages do <laughs> he <laughs> took the chain the in not <laughs> okay. uh, nah, th- this was before that but uh, no, nah, man, you're completely right. You know, th- there is a like a frustration because of the level that we're training at. Like even now, you know, like people I've helped people through camps like I helped Troy through his last two fights. Like he we get all the sparring in, he goes fights, comes back for another camp. We get the sparring and I'm still waiting. No on that fight. First one. Yeah, that guy. Oh, my God. That's got to be tough. Yeah. So it's definitely learning to enjoy the process. 
And I've, I've always seen stuff, you know, like uh, my, I'm actually wearing a shirt with my favorite fighter, Andre Ward. I always, I've always watched like, you know, his whole kind of life story. And that when he went all those legal issues and everything, I saw like he stayed locked in and everything. He's that type of dude. So I was like, man, I got that in me too. And I, I look at stuff like that, just learning really to stay locked in, all that matters, you know, enjoy the process, keep working. And j just sticking with it, man, keeping my head down, staying training. And of course there's moments of frustration, but what am I gonna do, you know, not box? Um, and no, like I even, it, it's still gotten a lot better, you know, I'm, I'm with PBC now. When I was coming up under the radar, you know, no, no promoter, just my manager at the time. But your manager's always been Louie. No, uh, I started off with Cameron Duncan. Oh, yeah. Look at I, you. I, I was with him to sixteen and zero. My first sixteen fights were with Cameron. And what happened um, with Cameron Duncan? How'd you get out of that? Uh, it, it was it was a little troublesome. I'm sure. That's that's part of the struggle. Because boots and Brandon Lee, them dudes ain't get out. You see how long uh, Crawford and Mike? It took them a long time to get out too. There was there was uh, some stuff involved. I had. To <laughs> Pull, pull together to get out but you know um actually the the second i got out like within a week i signed with top rank like the uh, that, that was just how bad you know everybody's like yo you're 16 and no you know uh cameron's gave you that stamp of approval type thing i was one of his top guys and everything but nobody would sign me and then i was like bro i need to do something i, I wasn't fighting i was fighting every seven months you know like you said the struggle i was fighting every seven months and i was getting paid a thousand dollars so th that was that was the struggle. You so know? what were you doing in between? You still full time fighter? No no side um, job? I had little side jobs that I kept finding on call work, so I could because I never took time. What kind of work? Um, man, I would do a. I had a a friend of the family would work at a, a a car dealer like in the shop, and they would let me pick up all their re metal recycling. I'd make a few hundred bucks just on the weekend. Okay. Um, man, I was a banquet server for weddings, hotel, uh, at, at the Hyatt Hotel. Mm. Um, just anything that I could schedule around boxing, I would be like, all right, let's do it. You know, For sure. Because $1,000 every seven months wasn't cutting it. Of course not. Um, so now coming from that, you know. the, the Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so now you made $1,000 in the last seven months. What's your wife saying? Is it your wife or your girlfriend? Uh, not girlfriend at the time, but... Nothing, man. It's just uh, supporting the dream, basically. Uh, back then, I'm not with that girl anymore. But oh. I, I know at the time that was that was a definite struggle. Um, but man, I was I new girl. Really, uh, I've been here a while, man. Vegas has been good to me. <laughs> no, th my co-host says he can't find. I've been I've been ever since I moved here. I've been trying to find him girlfriends because he say he can't Yo, find a girl in Vegas. In Vegas? So so yeah. what I say oh, what I say is is that Vegas is a terrible place to find a, a significant other. I mean, I feel like more so than other places. You know, um, I was just having this discussion with mm -hmm. somebody last night. I'm you know I think that people kind of get. It's not everybody, but most people get caught up in the life of Vegas and they kind of, yeah. you know, are looking for certain things. And I'm sure for you being a boxer, you've had, you know, women that are only coming to you for that reason. Like, I'm sure it's happened to you because it's happened to me. Women who reach out just because, oh, well, I see you're around this fighter mm -hmm. or, you know, they see me around fighters. They think I got that fighter money when I'm really yeah. fucking, when I don't, right? I'm <laughs> broke. So I don't got know, that man. Crowd along with them, yeah. right? So I think that uh, it's not an ideal place. I'm also young though, so it's like now it's like I'm kind of just chilling because I went from that phase where it was like I could have fun. Now it's like ah, yeah, I'm having fun, but different priorities, I guess. That that 
I, I do agree. Now I do understand where you're coming from. Um, in, in that aspect, of course, it, to like find a significant other, like what it, it is difficult, but um, to find a beautiful, a uh, to find a beautiful woman in the city, that ain't that that will not yeah, be hard. Yeah. You know, that's easy. Um, no, but I, I I do feel you just like finding something real like that. It is hard, and then um, I'm definitely gonna have a lot harder of a time finding like that. Uh, I don't know that Vegas thing, but um, I I found something here. Okay. But it, it is difficult. I feel you on that part. What nationality? Um, Mexican. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be the first. That would that be the first? Yeah. <laughs> to break the cycle. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm the first generation, so um, I would, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> there is a big Cuban population here, but it's it not is. <laughs> oh yeah, because I found a lot of restaurants, but I cannot find not one nightclub to listen to Hispanic music. That that has been tough. I know people like they'll go to like Senor Frogs on the Strip and places like that. Um, but I don't, I don't hit those places too much. Of and course then, uh, not. Fight is life. Yeah. So it's um, it, like if I do, it's just one little weekend out or something. Like a Saturday and that's night. what I'm looking for. I mean, we're, we're in here, you know, we're supposed to be in here at yeah. 530 in the morning. So it's difficult to have any sort of nightlife. But I have a significant other. I can't just always be work. Just yeah. like a fighter. You got your training camp. But after that, you fight and you take your family out. So right. it's, it's kind of the same for us. We're... We're always at it, bro. We're seven days a week here. No, I see you guys grinding all the time. I see you guys yeah. in gyms popping through, always on the podcast. You guys yeah, are grinding, man. man. I, it's, it, I, I mean, it. yesterday, this guy, God is good to me because I've always asked for someone that works as hard as me, but this dude works harder than me. I left yesterday, Yeah. I don't know, 730. Yeah. He still was in the gym with Keyshawn and Bomac and Red and Edgar, yeah. Edgar Belanga. Belanga. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm tapping out, fellas. I got to be here at 530, and I still got here late because yeah. I was out here too late. It's it's hard. No, I feel, yeah, especially in Vegas, man. Vegas trains you for, like, nightlife. Yes, you up late. So and it, it teases you. The nightlife teases nah, you, man. man. And, and I'm going to be honest. This is hard because I've never been a, a morning person. Mm -hmm. And I've actually, you, I've practically my whole life worked graveyards. Mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. it was like I would always that have flip. my, now I got to wake up at a certain time. But it's like fighters don't give a fuck. Y'all still doing road work at midnight. Yeah. So it's like if the champ called me like, yo, I'm going to go. For a run, I'm like, all right, well, I, I, champ, send me the location. Like, yeah. what the fuck else I'm gonna say? Because, man, this just not work for me. Like, it's yeah, this, it's hard. yeah, this, this everything really. Right, yeah, and even to follow athletes like that. Like, I have learned uh, in Vegas, athletes are almost opposite. You know, like there, yeah, there's a lot of morning stuff, but uh, even if you wait till like midnight, I've ran at like one in the morning and it's over a hundred degrees still. Like. Mm. It's it's weird, you know, to feel that kind of heat when there's no sun, but Vegas you know, definitely trains you to get adjusted. It's so funny because I hear so many fighters that are like, yeah, you know, I run at night to not run in the heat, mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, why don't you run in the when the sun is coming up? Because that's the coldest time yeah, of day. Yeah. You so if it's 110 that day, it might only be 92 yeah. <laughs> during the sunrise, but at least, you know, at least y'all be good. I gotta ask, um, New Mexico. Did you find it easier to lose weight there, or did you find it easier to lose weight here? Man, I looking back at my eating habits, I don't know how I wasn't fat. Like, I really trained like that. Like, I would always do three a day, even not in camp. Just, like, I was always grinding, and I realized how much that saved me because we don't have foodie fit in, in New Mexico. We don't have anything like that. There's no 
meal prep. There's like, really unless like an individual like it's yo, I got my my, my own, own business. company. Yeah, yeah, but like these you know these companies where you can just pop in like pull stuff up. Uh, man, everything is uh, it's it's essentially Mexican food. You know, there's different like ways recipes ways to cook them, but it's heavy food. So I was always eating rice and beans, tortillas, like heavy stuff. Like, uh, and then plus Cuban food is heavy too. So any home cooked food, like it was everything I ate was heavy. But so I, <laughs> what, wouldn't you say that's uh, your typical like Latino? Like we're always eating like heavy dishes, uh, a lot of fried foods or real greasy foods yeah. and spicy. I don't know, man. I, I told my mom all the time, like, yo, you know the rest of the world. They ain't they got these health it. problems because they ain't eating as fucked up as us. You mm-hmm. know? No, so. that's why they say that every race has their own like specific like uh, I guess diseases. You know, like you know certain stuff like the health issues because they all eat the same. Like every race within, like you know, our problems with all this heavy food. Like we're all gonna have the same issues. Absolutely. Like, that's why like each race is in that because we're all stuck in our own kind of ways until no. you learn to branch out. Absolutely, champ. What else you got? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm getting my matchmaking chops wet over here, yeah. man. We we almost got Brian locked in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's get him a date. I'm let's trying. Start. I'm trying. Let's get him a date. At first, at first they ain't know him. I had to send that box. To, oh, 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 I know Brian yeah. Mendoza. <laughs> oh, I know Brian. That's so we'll good. see. But but last message I got was perfect. So when did he call the hammer out? Amazing. Okay. <laughs> so, what is it about him? Is it just the name and it's, him seeming to be available in that same division as you? Um, is there anyone else in that division that you think is available that also would make a good fight that you wouldn't mind um, mixing it up with? See, that's the thing. Uh, of course, you know Lubin's. Uh, he's he, he has a name. You know, he's he's fought. You know, high level people and everything. Um, he's done some things and then that's what I want. I want that name. I want that spot. And it's just realistic, you know, like I know he's going to be looking for a comeback fight or something like that. And, and like you said, you know, he's already in the gym, whatever. So, so not man, like even, uh, Joey Spencer just fought, like Mm. even that, that's a fight I would love, but he just fought, you know? So realistically, I'm just looking at, you know, whoever's available, whoever's realistically available. I'm not going to just throw names out there. Oh, what about Tony Harrison? Tony Harrison, beautiful. Um, any of them. Jared I don't, I don't know that Harrison looks back, though. Yeah, no. I was and just, I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just no, saying he's already said no to Louis Cubazeris, who had a big win over her. No, and I was just in Detroit with him because uh, I, he trains Alicia Bumgarner, and we were talking and interviewed him, and he was like, yo, I ain't going to lie. I'm not getting up for no small name. I need mm. a big name. Get me off the couch. He like, I've been on my couch drinking beers. I don't know how true that is. That's what mm. he said on camera. I don't know how true that is. Uh-oh. I know he's been playing a lot of chess, so he keeping that that mind sharp. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Tony Harrison would be a good fight. Unfortunately, I don't know if it could happen, but I'd like it. I don't think that's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. That's why Sergio, I'm Mar- Sergio Garcia, though. Samson's fighter that lost to him. Hand him over. That's a, and he's, but he's a handful. Of course. My man was all over uh, Fundura. Yeah. And um, he fought a good fight with Harrison, but he just, you know, Harrison was too nice uh, yeah, in terms of boxing skills. Yeah. 
Um, what do you what'd you make of Tim Zoo and his uh, American debut? And that's another name, Gachet, who lost to Zoo and Terrell. Yeah. You know, um, he yeah. hasn't been in the ring in a minute since that loss. Yeah, um, that was only a, a what a oh, Gachet, week or, right. a week or two after you. Yeah, no, we fought. I was the swing bout on that card. Oh, oh the same card. <laughs> yeah, perfect comeback. I was out there in Minnesota. There for it that. is. Oh, I, I damn. Why did I think that? You're right. Yes, that was part of the Minneapolis. I thought that was on oh. the, on the Lubin <laughs> undercard. <laughs> uh -oh. Hold on, let me get this last text. Uh oh, because yeah. he he said, "Well, tell him if he wants to get stopped, we can make it happen." This obviously, I gotta tell you who it is now because he's talking like that. That's that's the coach. Yeah, that's Coach Kevin. Yeah, you know it. Okay, Coach I Kevin Cunningham. If it's that easy, you know I'm right here. I, I know I'm. T me too. I'm like, who's making the call? Mm. Mm. You know, because I know Kevin is, he got that, he got that line. He can yeah. call Al. Yeah. You know, Mendoza, you probably got to call Louie to call Al. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he could just be like, no, exactly. Choo -choo. That's what I'm looking at. Yo, man. shout like, out to the boxing voice where you get to shout come. out to the where, boxing where, where you get to come voice your opinion. You get to come get your shine. And then you get somebody to ring your line. Mm -hmm. Time to fight. So, wow, that's Sorry. crazy. So, the uh, WBC has not updated because they got Jesus Ramos ranked somehow at 54 below Lubin. Hmm. Conwell's a good fight, but he's not with PBC, but he's with Lou DeBella and ProBellum. But he's a mm -hmm. serious puncher. Have you ever been around him, uh, sparred um, him, training, you know amateurs? Who he is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen him. Um, I don't know too much about him, but, you know, of course, I'm always watching boxing. Uh, I'm a big fight fan anyway. So, yeah, like, I, I've seen some fights and stuff, but um, but there you go. You know, like you said, like, as soon as there's, like, some kind of butt he's with or butt this and that, I'm looking for realistic fights, something that we can make now. I mean, I think Gachet is pretty realistic, yeah. you know. Gachet is realistic. And, I mean, that's still... To me, in, in my Sergio opinion, Garcia. a step up, a step up for you. Sergio Garcia is realistic, but you're not in the. I mean, yeah, that's realistic for you because you're not even in the top fifteen at WBC. He's at least at number fifteen, yeah. which is really low. That's fucked up. He was all the way at number yeah. one, man. That's crazy to drop that many I mean, slots. Look bro. at Sean Porter. He got dropped after losing to Kel Brook. He was the yeah. champion, and the IBF completely dropped wow. him. So. Mm -hmm. You know, we have Yo, even Michael Soros still around. That's crazy. That might be a good yeah. name, but he's not with y'all. He's yeah, like so on he's... the outskirts somewhere, maybe right. like a Canadian promoter. Yeah. Well, we got some questions from the people for you, so enough matchmaking. We'll see what yes, Kevin sir. says in terms of if he making the call. We got Ruin of 504, New Orleans. He says, you've been fighting once a year lately. Will your team get you back in the ring before this year is out? You kind of answered that, but yeah. if you want to add um, anything. I'm, I'm with it. Like, like I said, you know, I'm on here. I, I don't like that clout chasing thing. I'm not trying to, you know, get like a random name. Like the, the people that I name are realistic. I'm trying to get a real fight. I just want to show the world how great I am. And I just need a, a name, you know, like something big now to, to for that platform. Man, I like that Gachet fight. Yeah. I like, um, and, and, I like the Lubin fight. I, I think, think Lubin is more known in the boxing no, no, world. I, I just think that's going to be a bit harder just because Lubin is a bit bigger. But Gachet coming up. Bigger. Oh, you mean notoriety? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but still, Gachet coming to 2012 Olympian, if I'm not right. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was part of that 2012 yeah, yeah, class. Yeah. And he's only got two losses. You know, mm. and top, you know, good names. You know, he Laura is. was the no, first exactly. one. And no, then, and he dropped 
Zoo in that fight. Or yeah, exactly. Tim Zoo, I'm sorry, in that first mm. round dropped dropped him. So, you know, I think that'd be a good fight. And like you said, you guys were on that same card, so yeah. why not? I mean, if they want to treat you right, maybe Jamonte Clark, he's a common opponent with um Fundura. Mm -hmm. People thought he beat Fundura. Yeah. You know, maybe test the wins. He's tall as hell too. Mm -hmm. So like yeah. if you really want to fight Fundura, that's your right. path. Yeah. Um yeah, start getting the tall guys out the way. But what do you prefer? Because you know, we, we sit here as quote unquote analysts and it's like, oh, this guy is taller, this guy has more length. Are those advantages or disadvantages? I like to ask that to everyone because some people like being the shorter man versus the taller guy, and some people mm -hmm. like being the tall guy with the length versus the shorter man. Um, how is it for you? Man, Vegas has kind of neutralized that whole thing for me. I, I get so much different work. Mm -hmm. I'm taller, I'm shorter, I'm stronger, I'm faster, you know, whatever uh, than anybody. I, I don't really have a preference. Like, I'm cool with southpaws uh, or right-handers. I'm comfortable. Even, like, people I've sparred that, like, you know, might switch. Uh, I just, I don't have that hesitation. I'm, I'm cool with either one. I've learned uh, how to fight tall fighters, short fighters, uh, speed, jabbers, movers, everything. I'm really ready for whoever. I got Brandon in uh, Houston. He says, don't be surprised if they put you in there with Joey Spencer. I've always said Spencer versus Ramos is a fight that will happen next year. And with you being a common opponent with Ramos, I can see them trying to step Spencer up versus you. Any thoughts on this? I would love it. You know, like I said, like that's a realistic fight to make. You know, why not? Um, he's, he's undefeated. He's coming up or whatever. And uh, like you said, we have that mutual opponent. So, so not, I would love that fight. Well, I think that is all the questions. Brian, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on. We do appreciate your time. If you could give out your social media, and then we'll take a quick intermission and go ahead and uh, take a picture with you. Cool. Let's get it. Um, I'm on social media all across the board, at La Bala Mendoza. And uh, we just here. I want to appreciate you guys giving me this platform and everything. Uh, you guys always show love, man. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Austin Trout. He's not with PBC anymore, but mm -hmm. I don't think he left on bad terms. He's yo, bro. He's number six in the IBF. How is that mm -hmm. possible? And he's been fighting at forty eight. No, he's been trying to get to 47. forty seven. And 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 let me tell you, he's been in the gym. I was just in Houston uh, with Regis Progray. He was mm -hmm. definitely yeah in the gym. And that's twice because you went once without me, and the last time we was there, we just missed him. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he's for sure at least the last two months he's been in the gym. Yeah. We know that and he's us. a name. Listen, nobody stopped him either. He oh, fought yeah. both Charlos, uh, Cotto, and Canelo and mm -hmm. never got stopped. Yeah. Um, Austin Trout's the homie. Uh, he's from oh, New yeah. Mexico too, that is true. He's from yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. He's um, Las Cruces. Exactly. Damn, I, uh, I, I forgot. Man, there. I'm looking like an idiot in this interview. <laughs> That's three mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, like I used to go, like I would take that four hour drive down to Las Cruces uh, or three, four hour to, oh, to spar wow. with him sometimes. Um, yeah, because I don't know. He's a world champion and everything. I don't know how he lives in that small town. That is a small town. Like, Bro, and all them damn dogs he got, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking barking dogs. Yeah. Wow, bro. bro. Four hours to spar trout. You want this. Oh, no, yeah. I've always, like, like that's what I've always done. That's one way or that's round trip? Uh, One way. Holy. So you were spending the night? Uh yeah okay I have a I have a, a sister actually that that lives in Cruz okay so I'd be like oh I'm gonna go visit but then immediately I jump out to go spar okay and, um, and Trout's right. always down like sometimes I would call him last minute and I was like hey can you spar this day he's like yeah you pull up like 
uh, he's always in the gym. So I know, like, when you said he's training, I know he's always working. Um, Damn, yeah. so that'll be tough. Mm-hmm. You you might need to win a couple so that I'll give you a hometown fight with with with, uh, oh, with Trout. Yeah, I think a New Mexico fight like like that. Two New Mexicans going at it, man. That, that I think that would be crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember driving through, and just last thing before we let you go, I remember driving through Las Cruces. Oh wow, you actually drove through there. Yeah, um, first time I drove to Chicago, I had a little four cylinder, and it was Christmas week. I didn't want to drive through the mountains. I'm like, ah. fuck it, I'm gonna take this longer route. Added like three hours anyway. But bro, I get off the exit in, in Las Cruces, and I'm looking for the gas station. I saw the big ass sign, but I couldn't actually yeah. find it. So it's maybe seven in the morning. I see an old couple walking. And the shit was out of a movie. A little tumbleweed go by. <laughs> I swear to God. And I asked the couple, I'm like, I'm looking for the whatever brand gas station it was. Bro, they looked at each other, start whispering shit. I'm like, oh, they about to kill me. <laughs> I, I, I literally left, got back on the interstate until I got to Texas. And I filled up in Texas. Because yeah. cause I'm like, yo, I, don't, I ain't never been to New Mexico. And I, I was scared, champ. I'm, yeah, the cool out there is just, it's just super small town. Like You it, ever it, seen it, the hills have eyes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm. Uh, That's all I'm saying. I'm scared. Well, we're going to take this quick intermission and be right back. Go ahead and give out that social media one more time in case somebody did not hear you. It's at La Bala Mendoza all across the board. Instagram, TikTok. I just jumped on TikTok, actually. Facebook, everything, man. We all across the board. Let's get it. Sir. Be right back.
What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Kenichi Beard for our intermission video. Uh, if you don't already have a set of Kenichi Beard headphones, you need to head on over to KenichiBeard.com using the code TBV. Get yourself 15% off and get these headphones to double as not only headphones for you to work out and listen to this amazing podcast, but also as gaming headphones. You can put on a detachable, attachable mic and get the talking-ish with everybody you playing Xbox or PlayStation with. Check out KenichiBear.com. Don't forget to use the code TBV. Shout out to the family. We got JB Seminar that says, what up, TBV? Showing love. Question, where do I get tickets for... Nello GGG weigh-ins. I didn't know they was charging for them weigh-ins, bro. And Danny's not here. I'm not into paying for weigh-ins, so I don't know where that's at. They actually sent me. Bo, are you working Saturday? Um, I'm your other job. Absolutely. Yes. Mm, so you're not watching a fight. I'm trying my best. Mm. I'd be sad, bro. Mm. Because when I was in like Central Time. No I matter what, I could always get off in time for the whole car. But now, being over here, three hours different. I, really I need can't. I need an affiliate. I'm going to have to cancel my credential. I, we don't got nobody to send. Danny, you ain't going. You ain't going, fams. You ain't going, fams. Late, I got bro. all Jonesy. Already messes Actually, we got we to gotta spin that. To, to, to swap it out. Chan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. He's going to get us. He, he, he going to get us Eddie on the show. Eddie. Let me go ahead and spin this wheel for SJB. Hasim Rockman Glove. All you got to do is send another $10. You'll be in the running for the raffle for the Hasim Rockman Glove. This is the senior. So it is a legendary glove that you can have. We got R. Jones. that says, dang, y'all don't care about AJ Fury? Laugh out loud. Um, what? The fact that AJ accepted? Is there a contract? No. Didn't they say that they were going to halt negotiations till after the Queen? Yes. So what are we reporting, really? That he accepted? Okay. Show me a contract. Sign that, motherfucker. Do something. JB Cinema, $5 Super Chess. We chest. said that, unless it's a new one. Because if it's What Up TVV, we did that. Yeah. Did you, were you able to get him the answer? Actually, I did say Danny's not here. And he usually knows that. Yes. So uh, don't need tickets. It's outdoors. Toshiba Plaza, which is pretty much just like in front of the T-Mobile Arena. Mm. So, yeah. Well. Right where, uh, you know, r right near where we did our famous show for the last Canelo Triple G fight. Beer House. I missed that, man. Remember them days? Yeah, remember the first day we ran that tab up so high that the yeah. next day they're like, hey, you could... You, you, you could only drink, drink Shiva's liquor. Yeah, you could only drink I mean, Shiva's. it's your fault. You wanted to drink Don Julio. I I, I kept it regular. I, I was like still drinking Chivas, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I scotch isn't what I drink. I Is that scotch? I thought it was whiskey. Scotch whiskey. Oh, scotch whiskey. So is there like a whiskey whiskey? and What's that, the difference? Yeah. Uh, You know, one is... uh. Whiskey and one is uh, from Scotland whiskey. Okay. No, nah, I don't know. I'm just oh, making that oh, shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Black Label is whiskey, though? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I used to drink hella Black Label coming up. Like right. Black Label with like You was off the Johnny Walkers? Hella. Like blue, green, nah, yeah, red, black. It was... 
I never really fucked with red and green. Obviously, those are not the official ones, but I have tasted red and green. It was always black. And then I never spurlers on the blue, but my man, I had a, a I was, friend at the time. Um, I was just going to say who, Unk. Unk used to spurge on nah, the blues. Nah, my boy. He, okay. he, he loved, he, you know, Dominicans love that shit yeah no uh mexicans the same way bro really yeah oh yeah bro look uh my uncle that just passed damn up, should we tell we used to go to tj and that's all they used to get was either the johnny walkers or the fucking uh buchanan's the, mm. the, the scotch maybe we should tell our bartender to have scotch instead of vodka i asked for vodka and you asked for don julio yeah, I was cool with that. Okay. Because I don't drink, you feel me? I don't drink really but, scotch. Really. Yeah. I mean, I don't really drink at all. But that's kind of what you need to do. As a person that doesn't drink anymore, you need to drink new things. So, Because, you know, if you're drinking what you used to drink, you're going to fall, not long term, but you're going to fall into that for the night. Like, oh, let me get another. Because that's what you used to. But if it's like a scotch, like you said, it's not. You, I'm going to be honest with that. you, bro. Like, for you, for you, I think it's different, right? Because you've been a smoker for so long. But for me, it was like, bro, I don't know. When I started smoking, it was just like the liquor just. No need? It just don't hit the same. You get what I'm saying? Plus, mm. it's just, I don't know, bro. When you high, it's different. You know Cannon I mean? with the $2 super chat that says, when will the drawing for this wheel happen? But which one are you talking about, my friend? Like, which drawing? Because there's so many and they're all different, to be honest. Obviously, we got, you know. Canelo Triple G fight raffles. We got the frock with water bottles. We got, you know, it's just so many items. And each, like today, we haven't even well, given uh, away a shirt. Other items will be, I thought it's in the middle of the month, right? It's twice a month. Uh, depending on which one it is, obviously. Uh, some go longer than others. But yeah, today we have to give away a shirt. We gave away a shirt yesterday and we want to kind of make that more common. We got these FTWR uh, brand shirts. Uh, it's a... I'm wearing one right now. Yep. So and Keyshawn Davis was wearing one yesterday, which was very flattering and, and an amazing uh, moment. So, yeah, man, um, we need to give away one of these chairs. I said chairs. Shirts. That's what I meant. Next $10 Super Chat gets them a free TBV shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, looks like Ken Porter's not there. I'm not really in the mood to text him and find out what's up and then wait for him to get here late. So, my name is Ness, GTO. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nestor Gibbs and catch me on the next one today. A la doce from the Wind Casino, live in the Blue Wire studio for the Canelo versus Gennady Golovkin Fight Week show. And... Possibly some big guests. As Fighter arrivals are today, Ness. Exactly. So Hopefully we'll get, Canelo's staying in our hotel. We'll get uh, the first fight week face-off. Hmm. So definitely just keep an eye out for all the content and shit like that. Word. But we out, man. Peace. Ringwalk, Danny, Instagram, and Twitter. Bo Mason underscore TBV, the boxing voice on all social media platforms. There are no calls. There's only two people on the line that have not pressed one. Canna. That's the answer to that. Bye.